Hi guys and welcome back to the Weekly Live podcast. I am Lucy Evans and this is the podcast dedicated to helping you live a healthier and happier life physically as well as mentally in a way that is realistic and most of all sustainable long term. It is my mission to humanise the female fitness industry and I love that you are here with me on this journey. Welcome back to another episode of your weekly lift and this week we have another guest on the podcast and I'm excited for this because I really feel like we're going to add a different perspective and just something that we actually haven't really covered before on the podcast and that's how to stick to your diet and exercise routine when you work shifts. And to top it off, the 10th of May is actually National Shift Workers Day, um, which will probably be around the time this podcast comes out. So it's perfect timing, really. Um, And today we are joined by the lovely Heather, who gives out so much great advice around this topic that I just had to get you on. So welcome, Heather. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here and chat about all things shifts. Yeah, I literally love all your content that you post. I don't even work shifts and I find it useful. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know why I don't work shifts, but I'm like, that's a really good point. Um, <laughs> so for those that don't know you, do you want to just start by telling us a bit about you, who you are, what you do? Yep, yep. So hello everyone. Um, my name is Heather. I am a radiographer. Um, I work um, at a hospital in the west side of Scotland and I am also an online coach um, but I predominantly work with like, busy shift workers, mostly mums, um, who are struggling with their with shifts, kind of feel like shifts are maybe taking over their life, they don't feel like they can prioritise themselves and basically just trying to help them um like look feel perform at their best like on and off shift Mm -hmm. and i am also a mum of two so i have um two kids a wee boy called archie he is coming four and olivia who's just turned one so i also understand the struggles that come with shift work and juggling like mum life as well so (laughs) yeah i feel like so many people struggle will probably struggle with just shift work alone and then you throw in two kids like the the online coaching business and just life like you must just have to be so organized <laughs> yeah yeah people we like how do you get your energy and i was like i'm not really sure to go <laughs> yeah. i don't i just yeah. keep going <laughs> i just keep going <laughs> uh, no i'm really excited to have you on and um, i have actually worked shifts before but i wouldn't say they were like well, firstly, I wasn't for a long period of time. And actually, I wouldn't, like, the latest shift was, like, 10, 10 p.m. So I wasn't, like, ever through the night or for long periods. Like, I know, like, sometimes you guys can do, like, 12, 16-hour shifts. And, yeah, so I think there's a lot to kind of learn. And get. I'm just excited to gain your perspective because I have a lot of clients who do work them, um, and particularly in the NHS, like a lot of nurses and things like that. And I know that when they come to me, they often find it quite hard to stick to a decent diet and exercise routine. Um, and obviously you're experiencing it firsthand. So I'm just excited to see what you have to say. <laughs> so should we get into the questions? Um, Please, yeah. Can you start just by telling us about like your own experience with shift work? Like, what do you do? What shifts do you work? Is it consistent? Mm-hmm. That kind of thing. Yeah. So, like I say, like I'm a radiographer, and I have been qualified for fifteen years, which is quite scary. When you, know, I was, I was trying to work out earlier, and I was like, no, that kind of be right. Can I? I was like, <laughs> I've actually been, I've been. <laughs> Um, in the same hospital in the same job for 15 years but yeah um and I work a range of shifts so when I first qualified we worked 16 and a half hours so we started at half four um in the afternoon and we worked right the way through to nine o'clock the next morning mm-hmm. um that is now obsolete <laughs> right <laughs> working time directive thank the lord because those shifts were horrible absolutely. yeah um so we now work so we work 12 hour days and we work um 12 hour nights 
and we also do um, some two to tens and some half four to midnights as well, or some four to midnights, and a lot of nine to five work as well. So okay. I know we are, radiography is probably slightly different from nursing. Like, so I think a lot of the nurses, like they work, um, the way their shift pattern works is they kind of do like, maybe like three days or three nights or a, a mix of days and nights and yeah. that would make up their hours for the week um, whereas for like us we tend to do like blocks of nine to five but then we'll have like weeks where we'll have like some shifts in there right but the way our shift pattern works is we do an eight to eight day followed by an eight to eight night right so there's pros and cons as opposed to everything like we never really get into like any sort of routine or structure with shifts whereas if you're maybe working three nights like yes that would be pretty like nasty but at least you would potentially get into some sort of routine with it um so ours are kind of sporadic um and yeah i'm not i can't lie to anybody like night shifts are i hate doing a night shift yeah um it's part of my it's it's part of my shifts like and it's what i signed up for and i will do i do them um but i've never been no very good with not having a lot of sleep like even since I was a, a baby like my mum would just used to joke she'd be like I just used to wake you up to give you a bottle and then you would fall back asleep like really but yeah like I just really need my sleep and I'm so crabby and moody and like unbearable without it so like night shifts are not <laughs> they're yeah. not my friends but I do them like I do do them Especially um, if you're it's so sporadic, like sometimes you get nine to fives thrown in there. And like you said, you can't really get into that. Okay, well, on a night shift, I do this. And then on the three days after I do that, like it literally is just kind of like, today I'm just going to do this and tomorrow will be something completely different kind of thing. Yeah, and it's hard as well. So um, I'm just like, just kind of transitioning back from having like Olivia. So I've not actually done a night shift. I've got one coming up in a couple of weeks time. But I know like I, when I went back after having Archie, like for me doing a night shift, it actually meant I was I was basically staying up for like 36 hours because I, cause I still had Archie to look after. Like there wasn't really the, the luxury of getting a nap before a shift like it was basically like I had him and then I was going to work working all night and then coming back home um luckily like I've got a really good support network with family and stuff so I was able to get asleep when I finished my, my night shift yeah um but it just meant like the sleep deprivation was like it was intense but I know a lot of mums will relate to that because they're juggling like um childcare and they're juggling shifts as well mm. but for me, like, because I, I, I knew, so, like, my kind of um, experience with night shifts, like, so, like I said before, like, doing the 16 and a half hour shift, like, but I had no knowledge about nutrition and fitness and stuff at that point, because I was only, like, I was, like, 21, 22, like, not really into my own fitness journey at that point. Yeah. So I would literally sit on a night shift and just eat my way through it. And yeah. we would often, like, joke about, like, oh we're on night shift we deserve to have like this and that and yeah like anybody who works night shifts like pro- like in the NHS yes because that's the experience I have but I'm, I'm guessing any night shift anywhere like the amount of like sweets chocolate crisps cake takeaways and stuff that they end up on a shift as yeah. like <laughs> intense so we had like a little staff area where we would do our night shifts in like a and it would sometimes the full length of the table would just be covered in sweets because everybody would just bring stuff in. Yeah. Um, so it would be like you would just literally like just throughout your shift be like just eating like sweeties, chocolate crisps just to get you through it. Yeah. Um, but I just would always end a shift like not being able to sleep literally like the stomach issues that I had after shift were like we used to get we used to joke we'd call it night shift belly yeah but you, you'd be like please nobody be walking behind me when I'm walking to the car <laughs> literally you were just farting all the way to the car it was terrible it was so so bad and it was only when I was like when I stepped in my own health and fitness journey I was like right this can't be like because I can't spend like days and days and days trying to recover from one shift yeah you feel rotten for like for almost a week I was like no this can't this just something has to change here so it was when I was started like getting really into health and fitness and more so performance because at that point I was um doing quite a lot of crossfit mm-hmm. 
And then I started to realise that some changes, like just little changes that I made on shift were making such a big difference mm. to like my sleep quality and quantity, how I was feeling the next day, my energy levels the next day, actually being able to do stuff the next day after the night shift and not feel like a zombie and feel like I was just like waiting to go to bed that night and even going to bed that night I couldn't sleep because I, w- I had like just everything just felt really messed up yeah out of whack like just yeah totally out of mm. whack totally out of whack um and it was just making a few little changes um that really really helped me manage that and still be able to like perform to quite a high level yeah um and getting like I, I got in like the leanest shape of my life um, whilst doing like all of these shifts so that's kind of where yeah the passion lies I suppose like um because I know so many people I speak to so many people like at work like on like um social media and things who are really struggling like sleep deprivation snacking on shifts feeling nauseous like if anybody's worked a night shift like you get this it's it's a really horrible it's it's like a hangover well, without the the night out, um, yeah. the movies, it's it's like a horrible jet lag feeling, like, and you get this like four or five o'clock in the morning. Well, that's when I used to get it, and it's like it's how do you deal with that? Like, how do you deal with like the um the the stomach issues, like mm. the headaches, the fatigue, the concentration levels as well? Because some shifts you're so busy that you have to you have to be performing at quite a high level on no sleep. Like yeah. it, it's it's mental sometimes I think like don't get me wrong there's some shifts where you are you aren't as busy and it's I suppose it's the nature of like my job in particular because we work out of A&E so right, A&E okay. is unpredictable yeah um but I know like on some wards and stuff like you might have some shifts where you're going to have an easier one than others and there's other shifts where you're literally doing the same workload as you would be through the day but during the night with limited staff and no sleep like it's yeah it, it can it can get quite a stressful stressful situation yeah i can imagine like intense <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. um and interesting what you said about like crossfit because i do crossfit um mm. yeah and i know even just after like a crap night's i do always do it in the morning first thing and like i know after a crap night's sleep i even i struggle and that's not eating and i eat well you know and that's just one night so to be able to like to hear that you just made like some small changes and here and there and then it added up and made a difference to that like because crossfit is intense like. yeah very intense <laughs> it's not like you can just go and go in at your own pace you know <laughs> like... no, no. Oh. no it's like it's a go hard or go home yeah, <laughs> yeah it is. um so i think like the first thing i'd say then is if there was an nhs shift worker who was starting out on their fitness journey like you said when you started what would you say are like the top three barriers they would probably face that would make sticking to a diet and exercise routine harder and why would that be? Um, so I'd probably say number one is sleep, sleep deprivation yeah. um, because lack of sleep makes everything harder. Like mm-hmm. you, because like when you break it down, it makes logical sense, but in the moment when you're sleep deprived, like nothing is logical. But um, like it's going to impact like your hunger hormones, so yeah. you're going to feel hungrier. Um, so you're going to be craving food, craving or craving energy, I suppose. And how does your body get energy? Food and drink, and the things that it craves are not fruit, veg. Yeah, it's <laughs> the last thing you want. <laughs> yeah. the, the things your body's going to be screaming at you for is instant energy, and that's going to come from like chocolate sweets, um, that kind of thing. And also when you're sleep deprived the following day, like you do not want to go to the gym. You do not want to get up and go for a walk. Like you don't want to meal prep for the next for the next shift. Like mm. you just have no energy to do these things. So that is like I'd say one of the top barriers um from juggling or from doing shifts. And especially if your shift pattern um like chops and changes and you never really get into um like a routine in the sleep um uh, or the shift, sorry. They are going to impact your circadian rhythm and yeah. 
there's a lot of hormones that are involved um, like during a natural circadian rhythm, especially during the night. Um, so your shift work is going to impact that. Um, the other thing, the next barrier I'd probably say is like lack of structure around shifts, mm-hmm. especially if you chop and change. So a lot of people don't tend to or can't seem to find any sort of routine or any sort of structure. Um, and it just means that they they never really feel like, so we say like stable, but do you know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. Feel like they can get into like any sort of rhythm. Everything feels a little bit like manic. Mm-hmm. And like you're just you're fighting fires like, all the time kind of thing. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah. spinning plates, like, yeah. and you just feel like, and if the minute you feel overwhelmed, like it's very hard to make good choices mm. a lot of the time. So, like, when you when I first started doing like the shifts and stuff like that, it's, it's kind of how I felt. I felt a little bit like, what shifts I'm on this week? Like, right, okay, well, what do I need to do? Blah blah blah. And now it kind of I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot easier. And and the ironic thing is like, if you can get if you can make some small changes to like your your nutrition and your like sleep hygiene and your movement for the day and your exercise like it does make all of these things so much easier mm-hmm. but it's like you kind of have to it's like what comes first like do I, do I focus on creating some structure in my shifts which I feel like I've got no control over or do I focus on other stuff like yeah but, and you feel like that's a bit overwhelming to do all that stuff on top of your shifts mm. um and having the last kids must have felt easy what if you were used to like lack of structure and routine with shift work like and then you throw kids and you're like okay I can do this because I'm so used to just being all over the place pretty much yeah, yeah. pretty much and like yeah it's it does make it a, a bit easier like I think like my expectations had to to dramatically change when I had kids yeah um like you can like because you have you just have to think about other people like before you think about yourself like rightly or wrongly that's kind of just what happens um and I'm like do you know what like every day things at the start I was a bit like um I was a bit like, no, I can do this. Like, I can go back and do CrossFit. I can go back and do it to a high level. And I can do it while having a, a baby and blah, blah, blah. And then I had the baby. This was before I had Archie. And I, then I had him and I was like, what was I even thinking? Like, <laughs> yeah. I did, and I, did, I tried to go back and I tried to, to do the, to compete in things and then COVID hit and stuff like that. But, um, yeah, it's like when you're used to having, like, a little bit of control and then having kids. And I was like, I have zero control. Yeah. But it actually was like a blessing in disguise because... It now like I have realistic expectations like and I don't like I'm not I know that I need to have a plan A and a plan B and a plan C yeah um, and not beat myself up about planning not going to plan like yeah so, yeah I love that um and the last thing I would probably say is like a big barrier when people first start out is the environment on a shift so I kind of touched on it before like especially back shifts and night shifts for us or for me like that environment is filled with unhelpful fat loss choices to be yeah. fair. Like, um, and I, I don't like I don't know about you, but I, I hate like good or bad foods, like yeah, like same. labeling of that. Like, um, but there is a lot of so I like to kind of think of them as like helpful towards a fat loss goal or unhelpful towards a fat loss goal. Yeah. I think it takes the emotion out of it. Um, and a lot of the foods on night shift are unhelpful towards a fat loss goal. Yeah. <laughs> you have like you have your environment that you have like you don't have a lot of control over um and yeah so that's like that is a huge a huge barrier especially when you're first starting out on shifts mm-hmm. I would say um like a lot of what you've said as well it must be really hard if you follow like somebody who doesn't work shifts on social media who tells you like you need to plan your days or you need to um, just not have that food around or because all of those yeah. things are not the case when yeah. you're on shift. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you, need to, you need to like prioritise sleep and sleep seven hours yes. a night. 
Yeah, oh my God. Yeah, you're like... <laughs> made me think twice, I... actually, now about what I post, because I'm like... Mm. Yeah. No. <laughs> no, not at all. Cause, but the thing is, like, for the majority of people, like... Yeah. And it's it's not to say, like, you can... Obviously, you can sleep seven hours a night if you, if you do night shifts. Um, you can't be like, sorry, guys, I'll... I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll get you I'll get you in the moment. Um, but you can make little changes. It would make a big... A big um, yeah like impact on sleep quality and sweet sleep quantity yeah okay um, so that kind of leads nicely into the next question like how do you suggest overcoming those bar- like top three barriers and can you give us like a tip for each or even something that's helped you from your own experience i'd say with sleep def- deprivation like, like i say everything everything feels worse without sleep like you're going to be less likely to work out less likely to eat well like you're going to be hungrier moodier you're going to have less patience like this is all from personal experience yeah <laughs> um like i just remember like my husband being like right when are you night shift i'm just going to avoid you the next day um yeah. does he work shifts or does he work no oh no. god so really like <laughs> uh, no he doesn't work shifts <laughs> um so one of the biggest things that helped me is having a wind down routine so you see a lot of people post on social media about having about sleep hygiene so that is also very important for shift workers as well like if you're a shift worker who does night shifts and you do not have blackout blinds like go and invest in blackout blinds like i've got two sets of blackout blinds and i've also got an eye mask and earplugs that i wear after a shift um because it's just like so important to try and get as like the quality of sleep you get after a shift Mm -hmm. is going to be very very important um but like your wind down routine and so like i say you'll see a lot of people posting about a um like a sleep routine or um how do you even think of the word like sleep bedtime bedtime routine yeah and i think that it's it's very useful advice and it's it's applicable for shift workers but i just like to call it wind down routine because you can do this same wind down routine regardless of the shift that you come off of yeah and it's making that become a habit so that you know that the minute you start this wind down routine that's your body's cue your body's signal to like de-stress to wind down um and it's time to actually rest and go to sleep and this doesn't have to be like really complicated it doesn't have to be hours you don't have to meditate and like Mm -hmm. don't know like bang drums together whatever like it just has to be <laughs> something like you go for a hot shower you do your skincare routine you maybe journal for a couple of minutes read like some a non-fiction like i'm a bit of a weirdo like i love a horror like murder book what is your wind down routine yeah <laughs> yeah literally like that's what i need every single night before bed is like a couple of chapters of something getting muddled oh my god that is the weirdest thing i've ever had (laughs) my sister read my sister listens to true crime podcasts before she goes to bed so i can't listen to that Um, but yeah like that's it just has to be like four steps three four steps yeah um other things you could think about is a smell so lavender spray yeah and that just is a signal to your body like it's time to wind down um meditation there's a lot of um like sleep meditation apps and stuff like that that you can listen to sleep stories mm-hmm. um like some stretching maybe some breath work but if you have the same steps regardless of the shift you're coming off of um then that is just going to help you wind down and get to sleep quicker and it'll be a deeper sleep as well, mm. which is what you will probably want. So yes, you might not. So after the night shift, you might have not have like the um, quantity of sleep that you would potentially have, like just if you were sleeping through the night, but you can work on the quality okay. and you can work yeah. on making that better so that when you you are you feel well, like better rested when you wake up. Mm as well like something to think about so this doesn't this doesn't really apply to me because i only do one shift night shift so i don't try to sleep past one o'clock in the afternoon like yeah. i will actively set an alarm so that i get up do some stuff and i'll be able to go to sleep the next night mm. but if you're working multiple night shifts like you want to try and, and sleep as long as you can and I know it's it's changed slightly but our um assistants in work they used to do 
three nights in a row. And that's what they always said like on that, see if they didn't get a really good night's sleep after that first or second night. Like the next, the subsequent shifts were so hard. Mm. Um, and b- because they had, they were coming in to do another night shift on maybe like two or three hours sleep through the day and the sleep quality they were getting was terrible. Um, and it just ended up having a big knock-on effect. Like their nutrition wasn't great the next shift. Like they were they were living on coffee and effort and energy drinks. Like mm. and then again that had a knock-on effect on the next day. And you just never get into a good cycle, like a good cycle or a good rhythm. Yeah. So if you can work on having like some sort of consistent winding routine, that is really going to help. And it also means that it doesn't matter what shifts you could do a four to midnight or a two to ten and come and do the exact same routine and be able to wind down and get into bed and get to sleep a little bit quicker than you maybe would no- wouldn't like normally. Mm. Okay. That's really interesting. So I agree. I think people get so caught up on making sure they have seven or eight hours and actually just making some tweaks on the hours that you do get can even you can even use that in I'm gonna work go away and use that. <laughs> but no I have lavender spray and I like it's I agree it's like the minute I spray that my body just knows that it's time to sleep and it makes such a difference it's weird isn't it it's like an actual like having effect it has on you like yeah I gave lavender spray away did (laughs) you (laughs) yeah because one of the girls was really struggling like during uh, covid and stuff and i was like hey, try this try this and she loves it like, she's, um, <laughs> but yeah like that used to that used to spit and be like <sighs> yeah it's like this um, wash over you <laughs> <laughs> yeah i agree okay next tip for oh, was it the environment the next one um uh, we can do the environment it was same like building some structure oh yeah lack of routine and structure lack of routine yeah, yeah. Um, so like it can be hard like the lack of structure lack of routine it, it can be um, what I would say is very very much like planning your week so I'd, for us we get our shifts like I've got my shifts right up until end of August beginning of September so we get our shifts quite look really well in advance I don't know if every single department will be like that mm. Um but I'm willing to bet you will get your shifts at least a couple of weeks in advance. Yeah. Like, yes, there might be some swaps on there, like with colleagues and stuff like that. But I would say, like, and this is something I do with, with all my clients, regardless of whether they work shifts or not, but see on a Sunday night, plan your week out. Mm. Like, it'll take 10, 15 minutes, but get your shifts in there. Like, get when you're going to be doing your workouts, get when you're going to be doing your walks. If there's kids' activities in there, like, get them in. Get a little bit of you time in there as well, a little bit of downtime for mm. you. A lot of people forget about that. Yeah. About <laughs> um, taking care of everybody else. And if you work in healthcare, you're taking care of everybody mm. else. All day, every day, coming home, taking over, taking um, care of the kids, taking care of the partner. But what about you? Like, yeah. you deserve some time in there as well. So I think, like, just, um, like, scheduling a little bit of downtime for yourself. And sometimes I think people think like this is it 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 becomes like very inflexible and very focused and and they think oh that's too planned out but doing this means that you're going to be less overwhelmed you're going to be more focused and you're actually going to be like it's going to be less stressful because you know when you're fitting everything in it's not like oh my god like oh, Heather's programmed me three workouts this week. Where am I going to do them? Oh, I can't do it today. Like, I'm on shift. Oh. And then you, th- you get very overwhelmed and you think, oh, can't do it. I, I can't yeah. just can't do anything this week. So I'm just going to, I'll cycle it off and I'll try it next week. But yeah. if you get everything in, even if a workout doesn't go to plan or even if you can only get half the workout done and stuff, like, that's better than nothing. Yeah. But And you can at least see idea. when you can then fit it in for the rest of the week if you need to move it because you've got a plan. <laughs> yes. Exactly, and that was my, my next little thing, is, like, staying flexible with it and realistic. Like, it isn't always going to go to plan. Like, some shifts, like, you might end up getting held on, or the kids might be ill, or, like, something else crops up. Like, you have mm. to be realistic, you have to be flexible with it. And I say this to clients all the time, it is about focusing on progress, not perfection. So if things don't go to plan, like it doesn't really matter. Just show up and do what you can. Don't think that you've you've, um, like messed up because like you can't do like 
three workouts that week like because you don't have to like you don't have to work out four or five times a week like you don't have to be perfect on your diet you don't have to be um like really really regimented you just have to be consistent um and like if shifts are part of your life like you have to work around them they have to be part of the plan you have to be realistic with them you have to know as well that sometimes some weeks if you are for instance working like four long days um because my mum my was a nurse and I know that for some she would maybe work like two weeks of like two weeks where she would do three long days and then one week where she did four like mm-hmm. if you're doing that one week with four long days like you know, see if you only get one, two workouts in that, and yeah. that, that's okay. Managing um, your expectations about what's actually achievable, because otherwise you're just going to set yourself up to fail, aren't you? Yeah, exactly. And uh, I mean, that that advice is universal for whoever, like, yeah. it is about managing your expectations, um, potentially reducing those expectations. Like, if you've got, like, a big, um, like, if you've got a time frame on like your your fitness your your fat loss goals or, or your fitness goals like it might be mean that you need to lengthen that time frame take that yeah. time frame away um because you're like your um lifestyle right now is it does mean that you that it's going to take longer than yeah. and it sees bonus like your process as well like fat loss is always going to take longer than you wanted to yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah, because you could be like, oh, I want to get to this point by this holiday. And it's like, realistically, that's probably not going to be doable or, you know, like, and just actually just being honest with yourself about what is achievable. Yeah, mm. that was the biggest thing for me, like, was taking the time frame away from everything. Like, the minute I started to see the changes that I was making as a lifestyle and not as, like, the next fad diet, because I was like, I did every fad diet, like, no right, carbs before yeah. marbs, like fat burners, like, everything, like, yeah. Atkins, like, Weight Watchers, Slim World. And the minute I was like, what what am I doing? Yeah. And taking a new time frame and, like, building, like, routine and structure around about, um like, my life, my goals, my commitments, like, that was when, like, something clicked and I was like, do you know what, I can do this. Yeah. It's just going to take me longer, but I can do this and I can... It, it takes the pressure off and it becomes so much more enjoyable because yeah. you actually have to factor in the things that you like to do. And when you like to do something, it makes it so much easier to do it. Yeah. Yeah, that realisation, I think, that, like, the job isn't going anywhere, the shifts aren't going anywhere, so you need to find a way to make it work around that rather than using it as a reason not to do it. Exactly. Exactly. And, like, yeah... Like, cause I know some coaches out there would be like, I've I, I heard coaches say like, can you not change your job? Like, see if you're a nurse, like, or a radiographer, or yeah. like anybody who works in healthcare, like shifts are a huge part. It's a, it's a 24 seven job. Like, it's not realistic to say to, say to somebody, can you just yeah. leave, your, leave your job or can you stop, stop doing shifts? Like, a lot of people can't do that. Yeah. So what you what you can do is you can you can have a little bit of control over what you do around the bigger shifts and make that um like benefit you and your health and your fat loss goals or your fitness goals, whatever your goals are. Like you have a little bit of control over that, but you have to work around the shift pattern that you've got because for most of us in the NHS we can't just stop working shifts. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> that's the most ridiculous thing I can't believe someone would even suggest that (laughs) um okay and the last one Uh, your environment on a shift so yeah kind of touched on this like particular night shifts um if you walk the hospital on a night shift like every nursing station is going to have something yeah something on it and as well like um Patients bring in like patients bring in chocolates and things to really? say thank you. Yeah, like um, especially like I was going to say Christmas time and stuff. Like our department's filled with chocolate and stuff at Christmas time. But um, yeah, like if people have had like a really nice experience, like that's that's the kind of thing they would do. They would bring like boxes of chocolates in or biscuits and things. Like so, there's always going to be stuff around about. Um, so what I would say like for that is again having a little plan so bringing your own meals in Mm. or your own healthier alternatives so that they are in line with your goals yeah um 
things like like high protein snacks as well or high protein meals just because they are going to keep you full for longer and they are going they, they help um with a fat loss goal as well um another thing is drinking plenty of water so especially on a night shift like one of the things i used to do or like i do is i will drink at least two liters of water through the night um like when i help i think it helps with like that kind of nauseous feeling, that horrible feeling you get, like, but also I think it helps with um, feelings of like concentration, alertness, and it just means that I'm not turning to food um, to kind of try and get that, those feelings. Like if I'm well hydrated through my shift, I tend that really helps me. Mm. Um, the other thing you can do as well, like, so I'm, I'm kind of thinking more so for, and from the night shift point of view, is have a chat with the people that you're working with. So, we work in like little groups of like four right. um and you know sometimes it's like you could have a chat with them and be like guys this is my goals right now or this is what I'm like this is what I want to do mm. or like this is what I want to achieve like I don't really want to be eating like a lot of like sweets and chocolate and things and on the night shift like do you guys want to like join in like maybe we'll bring some fruit or then some like nice yogurt and stuff in like yeah having a chat with people you're working with like not everybody's going to be on board and that's fine um but there's normally lot, someone that wants to do the same kind of thing as you, isn't yeah. there? Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of people like, you know, don't like want to feel like crap leaving their night shift as well. Yeah. So, um so yeah, I would maybe have a chat with people you're working with, see if they want to also bring in like healthier snacks or alternatives. Mm-hmm. Um I mean, do you know what I mean? Like at the end of the day, like you are fully in control over what goes in your mouth. Like, however, if you're tired and it's three o'clock in the morning and there's like a big thing has came in that you have to deal with yeah, and you, you need energy, if that stuff sitting in front of you, like your environment is crucial for results. Like, so at home, you have a lot of control over your environment. At work, you don't. Um, but in those situations, and I've been there myself, like you are just grabbing something if you're really, really tired and yeah. you think, oh my gosh, I, I, like this is a really complicated thing that's coming in. I need to be on the ball now. I don't know when I'm going to get a chance to have something else to eat. Yeah. So I'm literally just going to grab this just now. And yeah, like it, it, if it's there, you will, you will probably end up eating it. And it's not lack of willpower. Like it's not, it's just... These things you don't even think, yeah. You're just like, I need to, I just need this. It's like almost like survival instinct. Yeah, it totally, but that's what it is. It is. Yeah. It's like survival. You're like, I don't know when the next time I'm going to get something to mm. eat. I don't know when the next break I'm going to get. I need to grab this quickly, and then it's just in your mouth before you know it. Um, whereas if the, if it was a healthier alternative that was there, or if it's something you've brought in, then it's easier to grab that. Yeah, yeah, agree. Um, so that kind of leads nicely into like eating like types of food. So I know you mentioned obviously bring stuff in from home and I know that my clients as well struggle with like eating pattern and needing something they can eat quickly, whether that's in a break or whether that's in the five minutes that they do get. Um, or equally like when you're tired on the way home after a long shift it can be easy to just be like giving into a takeaway or because you could just pick it up on the way home so what are your like go-to foods when you're working shifts and like and does and do the types of foods that you have changed depending on when you're working um so i i keep it so so simple like i really do not overcomplicate. so apologies if anybody's looking for like (laughs) Recipe really bank. You are going to be bitterly disappointed with this information. <laughs> um, but literally, I keep it so simple because life is so busy. And yeah. do you know what? Like, I don't have a lot of mental space to think about like different recipes and what I'm going to eat and stuff. Like, I'm kind of a creature of habit. Um. So, but I just feel like if if my mental energy can be better spent other places than thinking about like meals. So. For me, I keep it really simple um, and have like two to three options for breakfast and lunch. And I probably get the same for like kind of work dinners as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so like for my days, like I would either have like overnight oats, which I'll have made the night before with like a scoop of protein powder in there, um, or something like a high protein yogurt with some berries and granola or some cereal over the top. Mm-hmm. Um, lunch for me would tend to be like a sandwich or a bagel. And that is because I love a lunchtime walk. 
So okay. I'm, I've got something that I can literally eat in minutes so that I get out of walk on my full break, like, or as much of my break as I possibly can because I just absolutely love getting outside and, like, just having that mental break, popping a podcast in or some music and just changing the environment for a little bit. And I feel like for the next part of my shift, like, I'm better on it yeah. if I do that. yeah. Um, so for me, that's why lunch is compl- is so so simple, and it's really easy to fun together, like either the night before or the morning of. Mm-hmm. Um, and for me, like dinner is usually like a microwave meal. To yeah. be honest, like like a high protein, um, or like or a high protein, like either fresh or frozen, like an Aldi. Like I, I yeah. love an Aldi. That's like my. <laughs> Yeah, I, I should have shares in Aldi, honestly. Um, <laughs> they, they do amazing um, frozen ones. Like they're called Slimwell ones. Right, okay. Um, high protein, like pretty low calorie as well. Uh, I'll have one of them, or I'll have a fresh one, uh, a fresh microwave meal. Um, or like if I have been prepping, it will be something that I can prep in bulk, like a chili or a curry, mm. and that will either have been put in the freezer or it will be in the fridge if I've prepped maybe for like the week ahead. Um, so yeah, it's 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 pretty much the same things I would that I would have. Um, for like snacks and things, like I love like see the the high protein pouches. Yeah. Also, like a really good one you can eat on the go. Like if you have to, I would maybe have that with like um, a piece of fruit or something. Um, if I'm in like a really busy area and we don't get like we're not getting our normal breaks, like that's something that I would have, or like a high protein yogurt that I would potentially eat between patients. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, probably not supposed to do that. Like, sorry, bosses if anyone's listening, but um, yeah, but literally just something that I can grab quickly or a protein bar and some fruit. Um, night shifts. To be honest, I don't. I probably tend to eat the same things in night shift. I just change the order. So right, yeah. when I'm night shift, what I've tried to do is that last meal before I go in for shift, I will push that back as late as I can. Right. Um, and that is just so that I've got something substantial in my like stomach for starting shift and I've got energy. Because sometimes we'll come in for shift at 8 o'clock and it could be the busiest time. Mm. So you go in and it's all go, go, go. And to be honest, when you're night shift, like... You might get a break, you might not. Yeah. Um like we, we obviously would we push for a break, we try and everybody gets a break. But if you've got a really, really, really busy shift, um yeah, you might not get something. Yeah. So I just make sure that, that last meal is pushed back as close to the next shift as I can and make sure that it's balanced. So there's protein in there, there's whole grain carbs, there's some healthy a healthy source of fat. Um, and there's t- a ton of veg in there as well and that's just to help me keep keep me going as long as possible because in my head I'm thinking I don't know when my next break's going to be yeah yeah um and like snacks and a night shift so this is what worked for me and this is what completely changed um like how I felt on night shift and how I felt the next day so I would have like that last meal and then if I could usually about 11 o'clock or 12 o'clock um, in the morning I would have something like high protein yogurt um, and a chopped up protein bar and a little bit of fruit okay. or I would have some porridge at that point and then I would try and fast for the rest of my shift and then at seven o'clock ish I would then have my breakfast so that I got home I was doing my winding routine and I was in bed yeah so for me fasting had the biggest benefit um for how I felt the next day, energy levels the next day, really? my sleep quality the next day, how I felt on shift. Um, that's what really, really helped me. I would still drink, so I would I would keep hydrated, drinking yeah. like water, and I would have um peppermint tea. So I would make a coffee going into shift, but I wouldn't have any other, any other caffeine after that. Right. Um. I would have some snacks with me just in case. So, like I said, like my like horrible, sicky feeling, nauseous feeling usually hit me about four or five o'clock. Mm. So if it wasn't that busy, it actually hit me harder. Like I would, I would felt it like worse. So I would always bring in some bread or like a crumpet or something just to have because that for me having something like that, yeah, like um really helped like that feeling go away. Um. 
and then for you were saying about like getting takeaways and stuff yeah on the way home, um something that I would always recommend is having a, like a couple of quick and easy go-to things mm-hmm. um and having that planned into your week so if you know for instance like the last the, your last shift you're going to be tired and the enticement to get a takeaway is going to be high I would just make sure you had something that was that would it would be made within minutes so that could be taking something out of the freezer that you've prepped before or it could be a stir fry kit like they're made within minutes yeah um, like prawns or pre-cooked meat um or having something like microwave rice um like some frozen veggies that you can put in the microwave and like pre-cooked meat uh, pre-cooked like chicken, chicken or something yeah together it's literally ready in minutes like is it the most imaginative is it is it like the best meal you're ever going to have like no but it's better than it's better for your fitness goals than getting a takeaway on the way home and you're going to feel a ton better the following day as well did you find it hard to implement those like changes to your nutrition like because from going from you know drinking coffees and whatever for energy drinks throughout the night to take making those tweaks did you find that tough to make that transition not really see when i tried it and realized the difference it made like to how i felt that like how i felt yeah it was for me it was an absolute no-brainer mm-hmm. um because i was losing days like losing days feeling like absolute crap um coming off of night shifts and I was like I just can't for me I was like I can't live like this yeah um, it just so when I tried that I was like oh my god <laughs> uh, this like I, I felt like a complete like I know that sounds dramatic but I felt like a completely different person leaving a shift yeah after doing that um and being able to get back into like a kind of normal Normal routine and functioning like a normal human being the following day like for me I was like and I guess as well at the time I'm actually just gonna think of this now like at the time I was going through a lot of like mindset shifts myself like not labeling food good and bad so for me before I would be a bit like oh I'm on like I'm on night shift so let's just get all the let's just get all the crap food to eat because we're on night shift and we're going to eat our way through it and it's going to be amazing um so I would probably subconsciously save a lot of that food for being on shift Mm -hmm. whereas when I started to change my mindset about food and been like well there's no foods good or bad and I don't have to save this food for particular times like weekends or night shifts I can eat this whenever I want yeah I think that because I was a bit like well do you know what like why don't I have a little bit of chocolate after my night shift? Yeah. Like, after I woke up. And then it was a bit like, the, the allure and stuff wasn't there. But for me, making those little changes, um, no, it was it was really, really easy. And I, I think that if people just gave it a go and tried it, the difference I think it would make to them and how they felt, I, I think they would probably feel the same. Mm. That's really interesting um okay and then we spoke about like obviously sometimes like stress levels can be high or you've got like a complicated thing coming in and I know obviously like you said at night shifts in particular could be understaffed and obviously you've got like big decisions on your shoulders in your job so how do you manage the stress without turning to food because I think it could be really easy to be like I'm just going to treat myself because I've had a really crap shift or yeah yeah <laughs> totally <laughs> um and I'm not gonna lie like some days are better than others yeah um, for me like I walk on my breaks like I say like for me that's a huge huge way for me to de-stress and to get a mental and a physical break from the environment and like to switch off and think about other things like so some shifts can be for for me and like my line of work and stuff like some shifts can be really physical like you are go 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 all the time um you're like moving patients back and forward things are really busy you're short-staffed other shifts can be very mentally draining Mm -hmm. like so there's some shifts where you just feel like it's it's 
tragic stories and and people offload quite a lot to you as well so it can be quite mentally and emotionally draining so for me just getting that little break um and it is only 15 20 minutes like it's it's not a lot of time outside um and i'll do try and get outside like weather permitting um just to to kind of to switch off and i find that that really helps Mm -hmm. Obviously not in a night shift. Like, do not go out and walk in the middle of the night. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. I wouldn't do that. Especially not if you listen sleep. to, like, true crime podcasts or... <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. I'm just going to get my murder book. Yeah. Walking the streets. Um, like, that's on day shifts. Um, and then some shifts, like... <laughs> there's been some really 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 hard shifts when I've just come out I've come out of my car and I was like I just need to sit here just for a couple of minutes um because I, what I don't want to do is take take that home with me like mm. I don't want it to impact my home life but sometimes that can be hard like sometimes yeah. I've came home and I've cried myself to sleep yeah. um because some shifts have been particularly bad so I will sit sometimes just sit in my car just for five minutes and I'll just like shut my eyes and just try to like leave things there. I, like it's easier said than done. Another thing that's real that really hit me was journaling. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So I do this most nights. Some nights it's literally just three things that I'm grateful for. Um, but I find this really helps too. Uh, and I do it alongside the feelings wheel. Of yeah. You, yeah. So, um. For me, just actually identifying how I felt, um, naming that feeling, creating awareness around it. Um, and then what I've kind of did over time, now this has taken like years, um, it's and it's building up like a kind of toolkit. So yeah. I kind of know like if I am like stressed, uh, a workout helps me. If I am like frustrated, like a walk will help me. If um upset like I've got like a go-to playlist that makes me cry yeah (laughs) different different things help and I'm not gonna lie sometimes food is my go-to and that's that's perfectly fine um it's just if food is the only go-to yeah that's when there can be um like issues if you're trying to lose like manage your weight or, or lose weight um, but yeah, that's really helped, and that was through journaling, and that was through like actually identifying how I was feeling and speaking about it because I am a bottler. Like, okay. yeah, a lot yeah. of things like oh, I'll keep them like in, and then it'll be like the little thing will trigger it, and everything will spill out. Yeah. So I think for me, like journaling really, really helps. Helped everything um, spill out before it spilled out. Kind of before thing. it spills out. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> And then the other thing, I'm not going to lie, I'm not very good at it, uh, but meditation. Okay, and I do yeah. really, really try. I do, I've got the calm app. I try and do like, the daily calm like three times a week, but it is probably the one thing that I'm like, I'll do it before bed and it doesn't get done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, don't get me wrong, see when I'm being consistent with it, it does help. It does, yeah. it helps me like, create a little bit of a pause a lot of the times like if we are prone to emotional eating it, it's in the moment and mm-hmm. you're doing it before you realize so things that that help create that pause and, and give you a time give you time to react uh, or to respond mm. that's what we want to kind of keep working on yeah um so i probably should get a little bit better at it um yeah but... i got told meditation so i i've got better at it before bed um but other than that like I could never do it first thing in the morning because I would just be like I need to get on with my day (laughs) um but I've I found what it's really helpful with is like when you're meditating you have to try and stop the thought process kind of happening and like empty your mind so then that kind of for me transitions into my like day-to-day life because if I find myself starting to overthink or get stressed about something I will then be like I, I've learned through meditation how to let go of things better and that's really helped yeah. me um mm-hmm. with stress so I definitely yeah. recommend getting better at it <laughs> Yeah, and that's like it's it's about being consistent with it, and like we'll see clients every time. It's being consistent, 
you have to be perfect. But I find meditation really, really hard. I find emptying my head really, really hard. Because I'm always like, I'm always thinking about the things that I need to do and what needs to get done and like where the kids are going and like what I'm doing the following day and like clients and things. Like I've got so much stuff and I just find it really difficult to empty it all out. Um, but it's just why I should probably be a little bit more consistent with it. Um, <laughs> journaling's good for that, I guess. I'm rubbish at journaling. I literally find that really hard. So it's interesting. Yeah. And that's the thing, though. Like, what works for, for us isn't, mm. isn't necessarily going to work for somebody else. And it's, it is about trial. It's about error. Mm. And it's about being non, non-judgmental with it and being compassionate with yourself about it. And yeah. Being okay with things not going like like not working for you, like you just you try something else and you find something else. Um, like no one like it's not a one size fits all. Um, especially with shift work and stuff like that. Like so, the tips that I'm giving might not work for you, but maybe use them and try them in different ways that yeah. are going to work for you and your shift pattern and stuff as well. So definitely. Um. So obviously, last question. I know from your Instagram and just from us chatting, you've obviously just gone back to work after having your second child, haven't you? So how have you found going back and adapting back to it after having that break? And have you got any tips for anyone that might be in like the same position or experiencing that change? <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> like self-compassion, self-compassion, self-compassion. <laughs> um, oh, it's been an absolute, it's been a huge adjustment this time. It's been a huge adjustment um, actually going from one to two. Yeah. Um, so I found going from zero to one, like child, like the adjustment in my life was like, well, it was completely overhauled, like massive, 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 like everything changed overnight. Yeah. And then going from one to two initially didn't feel that bad. Like it, it felt like a quite a natural transition. And now I'm like, no, this is like, because <laughs> I'm back to work now as well. I'm like, oh, that's it. It's just, yeah, it's just, there's just so much, so much to do. And yeah, so it's been a huge, huge adjustment. Um, yeah. And so for me, like, it's been, been trying to be very self-compassionate. Um, there has been a lot of trial and error. Um, first couple of weeks, I was like, I'm just going to focus on work and forget about everything in the house. Yeah. And then that I realised very quickly after like two days and I didn't have any clean clothes for the kids. I was like, no, this has to need to do something <laughs> as well. Um, so, yeah, there's been like very big adjustments and for me it was like I, like before when it was I just had actually I was like I did a lot of stuff in the morning like mm-hmm. prepping and stuff in the morning but with the two I, I can't do that like because yeah I've Olivia like pulling at my leg and Archie's shouting at me and I need to get him to nursery and get myself ready and get her ready and she's really tired at that point and stuff so everything is done at night now but that was a learning curve um, yeah so and then also like completely reducing expectations so like been okay with not getting like the same amount of workouts in like yeah. the first couple of weeks been okay with like not getting like out a walk or as out as long a walk mm-hmm. um not being too hard on myself if like meal prep wasn't like really like way it was before or if nutrition wasn't as good as it was before like because it's a work in progress so I think like the big thing there is like just being self-compassionate with yourself like and it, I, I guess like with self-compassion like a lot of people think it's like giving yourself the easy way out and it's not mm. it's like for me it's like being okay with things not being perfect mm. um, and doing what I can and not being like oh like oh you've had a really hard day today like just get like just go and get a takeaway or whatever or just um don't go out okay there's a few nights like through the week now I'm out of the garage like I've got a uh, like really good setup of like equipment and stuff okay. in the garage I'm out there at nine o'clock it'd be very easy for me to sit on the couch and be like you've had a really hard day but I know for me the most self-compassionate thing to do is get out there yeah um it's like that side of the self-compassion but I'm like pushing myself to do the stuff that I want to do and I need to do and I know it's going to make me feel good but there's also the other side of self-compassion where it's like, do you know what, like, it is okay if you only get the two workouts in this week. Mm. Um, but you are adjusting to 
getting back into the routine. And for me, like I think I'm on like week five or week six now and it's getting easier it is getting easier yeah. the kids are adjusting to it as well because that's the thing as well so the kids yeah. had to adjust um and Olivia is a complete mommy's girl so she is a lot better now like the first couple of weeks we are pretty tough um but she's getting better to it and she's adjusting to it as well so because you kind of forget like oh yeah I, was, I thought that they would just slot into it yeah slot into it and stuff you kind of think it was a huge adjustment for them Mm. um i mean i'm we're so lucky that both sets of grandparents are both retired and they do our childcare so like the kids are going to people that they they know they they love um so that's that makes it a little bit easier but it's still a huge adjustment for them like Mm. for being with like with us all like a lot of the time to then being with yeah um the grandparents a little bit more um and I know like <laughs> I can see it when I put my uniform on in the morning and, and that, that's when she gets that we're starting to get a little bit upset so she is getting better now yeah um but I would say like if anybody's in the same position like don't be too hard on yourself like mm. know that this is a tough bit it's a tough period but it will pass yeah and you don't have to be perfect right now. You just have to be consistent and do what you can. And that's going to look different for, for every single person, depending on like your circumstances and your goals. But stick with it. Don't give up because it feels hard right now because it will get easier. Yeah, agree. Everything's always hard before it's easy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so I like to ask any guests I have on these two questions. Um, so the first one is... Do you have any questions for me? Ask me anything, basically. It's just like a fun, unexpected question. I like to get thrown in there. <laughs> <laughs> um, I did have one, but I actually want to know where you watch us. Oh, so I used to work for um, Costa Coffee. Um, and I worked in so many different stores. So I did like shifts in airports. I did shifts in... Um, like retail parks that all had different opening hours um and I was the manager so I always felt like oh, I had to be there <laughs> so yeah that's basically where I did shifts and then one time when we I also worked there um we did this like observation thing where I had to literally sit and observe an airport costa and write down like every time they did something it was some kind of like uh we like it's a bit complicated but uh, basically I had to write down every time they did something at what time and it basically worked out you were working out how long you did things um and I remember literally being sat in this airport at like four in the morning doing nothing it was freezing cold just sat there and I I did that for literally a week and that was hard enough so I can't even imagine (laughs) So yeah. I don't class that as shift work, so it was temporary. But the, yeah, before <laughs> that, I worked like till about 10 some nights. And I, again, it's kind of similar to what you said about the nurses. Like you can get into a routine with it because I knew like on a late shift, I my day looked like this. And on an early shift, my day looked like this. And then, and I, and because I was the manager, I could plan when I was going to do those shifts. So there's definitely pros and cons. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I actually forgot about the, how cold you get on when you were just talking about that. Yeah, I was going to say, do you get cold? <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, for reason. Yeah. There's always hot water bottles in their work as well. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, see, I didn't um, even think about that. I just remember being sat there like, I wish those doors would stop opening because I'm freezing right now. <laughs> yeah. It's tough as well because, like, in our in X-ray, we have to keep the equipment quite cool. So, some, like, you have to have some aircon on as well. So, oh, it's like that and it's freezing. So, yeah, I completely forgot. <laughs> I forgot about that. It's one way <laughs> to keep you awake, at least. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um and then the second question i am massive on like quotes i always post a quote i really resonate with quotes so what is your favorite motivational quote and why and if you're not a quote person then i'm sorry (laughs) (laughs) no i I do quite like a quote i've actually got two i couldn't choose between them but they're both kind of similar like so first one is effort is a choice Okay. And I really like that one because I just feel like you are in com- you're in complete control of 
um like how much effort you put into things and mm. I find that quite empowering um we've got like a big whiteboard up in our in our garage gym and that that's my one of my husband's favorite quotes as well so he had it up on the whiteboard for a while and I remember just been like working out and being like really like couldn't be asked and seeing this quote and being like no you you the effort is a choice effort is a choice yeah I love um, that yeah so if I'm feeling a little bit like do you know, can't really be bothered. No, no, no. Effort's a choice. Um, and the second one is hard choices, easy life. Easy choices, hard life. Okay, nice. Um, I've never heard either of these, so that's I good. Know that. no. like, um, I really like that one because it's like, it just emphasises like the full delayed gratification. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like making a hard choice in the moment is going to lead to an easier life down the line. And I think that it's really, it can resonate with so many stuff to do with like health, fitness, fat loss, muscle building. Like if you making the hard choice in the moment is is hard, obviously, <laughs> um, but it just means that your life further down the line is going to be easier. And I'm all about that. I can't remember, I was listening, I'd listened or I'd read something about, oh my God, what was it? I think it was about sarcopenia and it was about um how like your muscles start to um like break down or degenerate or something mm-hmm. like in the fourth decade of life and I'm like I'm coming up to that <laughs> like so for me it was like that wake-up call like yeah. I loved this quote before that but I was like Do you know what like for me like moving away from like competing in CrossFit to mm. thinking about health and longevity and it was it was a huge mindset shift to do that because mm. you know yourself what CrossFit is like. Like mm. you are you are all in and it's wad 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 and <laughs> yeah. PTs and stuff like so I was like really in there and now I'm all about health and longevity mm. and building muscle and and um, thinking about like later life and which is really scary. Like I can't believe I'm here thinking about this, but I think you get to a certain point in your life and it's something like that, like something like that hits you when Mm. it would have brushed past you before. Like, and I think like for this quote, like I want to get into my 60s, 70s, 80s and not be a burden and be able to be independent and to be moving freely and stuff like that. So I am going to make hard choices right now for an easy life for me and for my kids further down the line. Yeah. Um, it had such an, like you said, it's not even just you, it affects, it's your kids and not being yeah. a burden to them. And yeah, I agree. I and like I suppose that. like if we're bringing it back to shifts, like making a hard choice in the shift could be not to have the crisps and the sweets and the chocolate when they're out in front of you, but that's going to lead to an easier life down the line. Like yeah. reducing your risk of like the like disease or fat loss, health, like whatever it is, like it's an easier life down the line mm. for just not making that like for making that hard choice in that moment yeah. and that's just why I love 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 those two quotes yeah I love them and I love that I haven't heard them before either because they're not like the classic <laughs> ones which is good yeah. well thank you so much for joining us I honestly really enjoyed like hearing your advice and just from someone that experienced it firsthand and you're right like we said at the start of the podcast about it providing like different perspectives and it really does even just like the way you word things differently or something like that so I know that others are going to find it really useful so thank you for giving up your time for doing it with us you're you're very welcome I've thoroughly enjoyed it no it's been really good and if you have found this helpful guys then don't forget to let us know over on Instagram my Instagram is lift by Lucy Victoria and I'm going to link Heather's Instagram down below because she gives out so much great content um tips and tricks on all things shift work and yeah if you found this helpful then you'll definitely find giving her a follow helpful too i hope you all have lovely days happy national shift worker day for all of those shift workers out there and i will speak to you soon